Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is not something I like to talk about, but it's something that we need to talk about because it's it's a massive issue when it happens, and happens too frequently, and that's mass shootings. Sometimes they occur close together, but the reason why remains a mystery now over the past week. In the United States, a combined 18 people have been killed in Boulder, Colorado, and Atlanta, Georgia. And the question has been asked, is this an epidemic itself? We've, of course, had mass shootings in this country as well, most recently last year in Nova Scotia. And uh, joining us is Dr. Frank Farley, psychology professor at Temple University, past president of the American Psychological Association, and he's uh, quoted uh, extensively in a current Newsweek story about mass shootings. Uh, Dr. Farley has been a regular guest on this program. Frank, thank you very much for coming on the show. And there's no no pun intended here, obviously, but what triggers such a mass shooting? What can cause a human being to commit such an act? Well, we don't know uh, in uh, most cases. Uh, one of the reasons being that mass shooters usually end up dead, uh, either at their own hand or at the hand of the police. And so they have been very... S- sparsely studied. And so uh, in, in this case that you referred to, to the Boulder, Colorado instance, uh, at least this guy is alive and can be studied in depth, hopefully. And maybe we'll get some answers that we don't have right now. But in general, there, there are three broad categories to, to motivate this violence, you know, in, in, in general. Uh, one is, uh, we call it expression. And that's simply releasing your feelings of anxiety, of uh, anger or frustration. You know, you have no answers to your problems, and you turn to violence, uh, you know, to express your sort of -of out-of-control emotions. So maybe that's one factor with this guy, uh, this boulder shooter. Um, A second possibility is what we call manipulation, where you, you initiate violence to control others or to get something you want. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, one of the worst serial killers uh, of all time, I think he killed over 20 young men and boys, uh, he said it was control, you know. He, 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 he wanted to control them. And uh, the ultimate control is uh, life or death. Uh, finally uh, is uh, the category of retaliation, you know, where people are retaliating against those who hurt them or who hurt someone that they cared about. So in the case of the Boulder shooter, uh, he had a history of, of violence, and uh, he felt that he had been uh, uh, verbally attacked, uh, racial slurs, and, um, and he had been arrested by the police at one point. So um, was it, you know, some racially motivated retaliation that he was getting back at? Um, we don't know again, but hopefully we'll get some answers with this particular case. Yeah, there's always always so many questions when we come across these terrible situations. And one of the questions is, could it be a copycat motive? Because there are times, as it was pointed out in the Newsweek article, and you spoke to that, uh, where geographically very much separated uh, incidents take place in close proximity, time proximity to each other. And then the question is, could it be a copycat motive? Adam Lanza, 
the mass killer at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut, and I'll never forget speaking to two parents of children who died in that in that school. Uh, Adam Lanza was apparently obsessed with the Columbine school shooting. Yes, indeed. And the Columbine school shooting stands out. It's very iconic. You know, it really sort of was, it set the stage for a lot of subsequent mass shootings. And uh, it, it was, you know, the the trench coat mafia right. and uh, the Nazi, you know, these, these kids were enamored of Nazi insignia and, uh, and Internet websites and what have you. And so uh, it was very iconic. And uh, then the Aurora shooting uh, d- done during, the, uh, uh, during a movie, The Dark Knight Rises, yes. uh, was also very iconic, very unusual. And so they stand out in our memory, these particular ones. And yes, it could be a copycat. A uh, term that I uh, use sometimes is king of the kill, um, where the shooter wants to outdo a previous mass shooting. And um, that might be a, a factor here. But, yes, they do often will, uh, there, there's undoubtedly some modeling or some imitation. And modeling is a very important uh, psychological process in human nature, you know, to imitate others, to model our behavior after others. Mm-hmm. And so we shouldn't be surprised if some of these are based on an imitation or a modeling process. Now, one of the things I've heard repeatedly, Frank, when these incidents these terrible incidents have occurred. If somebody will inevitably say, well, look, it's a mental health issue. A mentally ill person has done this. But I, I read in the piece where you, again, are extensively quoted that you're, you're saying mentally ill people commit very few crimes of this nature. Could you speak to that? Uh, yes, that is true. That is mentally ill as defined by the usual standards of diagnosis. But the problem there is that, you know, the... Uh, the the uh, book that is the standard text for diagnosis it's called the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders and it's the standard that's used for defining mental illness in north america well the problem with that is uh it wasn't based upon um, a sample of mass shooters you know and so when we take the standard categories of mental illness, you know, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, etc., and uh, start applying them to mass shooters, we're overgeneralizing. We're going away beyond the science. And my view is that mass shooters are definitely sick <laughs> in a unique way, in a way that really hasn't been captured in the standard uh, definition of mental illness. They're in a category by themselves, and we don't understand it enough at this point. So here comes the inevitable question, and it turns to firearms. So firearms are prevalent in both the United States and Canada, far, far more so in the U.S. than in this country. We have three million, approximately, legal firearms owners in Canada. But mass shootings while they do tragically happen, like Nova Scotia last year, are very rare in this country compared to the United States. So, so do firearms play an intrinsic role in, in is the firearm an intrinsic part, um, I'm not sure I'm expressing this properly, in, in, the, in the mass shootings? I know that it is technically, but emotionally, psychologically, is it? Oh, yes, I think it is. 
Uh, and by the way, there's uh, research showing that the countries that have the most firearms have the most mass shootings. Hello? <laughs> it does suggest that there might be a connection. And so, uh, yes, I think that the, the, there is a phenomenon. It hasn't been proven, but it's a theory that I, I tend to like, and it needs more research. But we call it the weapons effect, the weapons effect. That is, the mere presence of a weapon potentiates or increases the likelihood of aggressiveness. And so if there's a weapon present in a situation, it may sort of stimulate aggressive feelings or, and, and perhaps potentially lead to violence. The weapons effect is being studied. We don't have many definitive studies, but I tend to think that it is, it, it's, it's a factor in, in what we're talking about. You know, we can talk about the head versus the hand. You know, the, the hand is the gun, the weapon. The head is the psychology that's behind the use of that weapon. And I think we need to focus a lot on th the hand. You know, what's getting into the hands of, of people? And assault weapons are simply not appropriate, you know, for public sale, commercial sale. And uh, it's interesting that Boulder, Colorado, uh, the most recent mass shooting, of course, um, the, the, the town council had uh, abolished assault weapons in Boulder, and that was overturned just recently mm. by a court order. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.